And then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. I can't catch a break, guys. Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Podcast. Okay, guys, welcome back to another episode. Thanks so much for joining myself and Chris. In this week's episode, we are going to have a chat about getting back on track or initially even getting started. So what do we think is important if you fall off track? What are also going to be the key principles if you're getting started? Because either way, you're really getting started again, aren't you? Yes. <clears throat> so um, you mentioned when we were trying to decide what we were talking about today, you mentioned the first thing you have to do is decide. And I think that's really, really important. So the first thing is you decide you're making the commitment, and you're going to get things back on track, not just like kind of saying it or kind of half committing like you're like, Nope, this is it. This is the point I'm drawing the line in the sand. I'm committing now. I'm going to do whatever I can in my power to make sure that this happens. Yeah, exactly. And so, so many people act like it's hard to do it and it's not hard to do it. it's hard to decide to do it because once you really made the decision that's it and so many people one of the reasons that they quit in the first place is that they still haven't even made the decision you know they've kind of willed themselves through they've put a carrot in the stick they've forced themselves to bully themselves but they haven't yet made the decision to make change and that is a really really in fairness to anybody who's struggling that's a hard thing to do because you have to decide that the sacrifice, the juice is worth the squeeze, all right? And so, again, if it's not worth it, it's like if you haven't squared away that this is exactly what you, what you want, well, then, you know, it's like it's going to seem like... Oh, How do you do that? How do you do that? So what you have to do, um, and oftentimes we run to something or we run from something, all right? So it's, what is this? We, it's either, bah, 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 what is it? Oh, there's such a good quote. There's a nice little saying going to tip my tongue pain or pleasure it is heaven and hell heaven and hell no it's motivation or desperation right so we either see something that inspires us enough to run or we are in a situation that is too painful to stay that's it and an awful lot of people wait for the pain which is you know unfortunate because it means that you're going to have to hit rock bottom it's like, or again, you can decide that there's something greater for yourself that you really want. And the vast majority of people just wait for rock bottom. Yeah, well, like the a lot of the, a lot of the reasons why people get out of shape is because they're comfortable. Do you know, they like being comfortable and it's cozy there. And all of a sudden, like they don't even realize that that stuff is starting to slip away. Um, and when they when they do realize, they have a way bigger journey to take than they would have if they had just started earlier. But so again, that's waiting for the pain to reach a certain point until that motivates you instead. And that is really motivating. It, it does work. It does work for some people, but it also leaves you a bloody mountain to climb as well. Mm. Yeah, what you're excited about is like, you might not know that there's a problem until you hit rock bottom as well. Like, some people like, that's good enough. It's good enough. Where am I? It's good enough. And that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. And so now we're starting to run into an issue of standards. And so that's the question. The question is, are you happy with your current position? And if you are, cool fantastic don't worry about it again burn the boats do your do your thing like leave, leave how do you how do you actually how do you like find out if you're happy with where you're at like what if you're someone who's like really numb to their feelings or their emotions they don't really know like they don't really check in with themselves 
how would you be able to decide if um, you're like, oh crap, I actually do have to do something about it? And what well, does that look is, like? This is where rock bottom comes in. It's like if that is the kind of person you are, it is going to take rock bottom to kind of wake you up out of that. But the other thing is, you said exactly there. It's like you have to check in with yourself. It's like, how, how are you doing? You know, how are you doing? Oh, I'm grand. It's like, no, we're going to have to go a little bit deeper than that. It's like, how are you? Oh, I'm good. All right. What's going well? Oh, well, this or Y or Z. What's not going so well? Um, I think uh, Jordan Peterson, you know, not to harp on about our heroes too much, but he said, it's like, if you genuinely sat on your bed and asked, what am I doing that's moving me in the direction that I don't want to be going? Like, what is the one thing that I'm doing? Or maybe it's more than one thing, but what am I really doing that I'm doing wrong? And you genuinely wanted to know, it would take 0.5 seconds before that answer came hurtling towards your face. The big issue is that when that thing comes up, and the thing that you're doing wrong, your habit, because it's probably serving you in some way. It's like for a lot, an awful lot of people, like the game that we're in, it's food, it's alcohol, and it's downtime. And so obviously three amazing things. It's like, so obviously food, like who wants to eat less tasty food, you know, and less of it? Who wants to give up their relaxation time? And who wants to stop going out and partying with their friends on the weekends? Like all very powerful draws with you know depending on what your perspective is you know very big benefits very big payoffs anyway and so it's mm. like it's like well that's 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 what you're fighting against and as soon as that comes up and you're not ready to give that up you, it'll be white noise yeah and so again it's like listen don't judge yourself but at least don't 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 lie to yourself it's like you know what the problem is don't you really like you know what the problem is and the problem is is a couple of different things generally it's whatever that one thing is obviously that's the issue it could be all three and then the next question is right well on your journey to now move in the direction that you want it's probably not going to look like trying to do it all at once i i heard a quote i heard a quote the other day um extremes are easy moderation is hard i literally one of my favorite things that changed with me and I really kind of identified with for the longest time when I started and I mean like really started like never missed a session started was is like I just fell in love with the word consistency it's like I don't need I like listen I don't need to get the max set of push-ups as a PB I don't need it I but I will I will be here on repeat with push-ups very consistently yeah. way, way more consistently than anybody else that I know um just because again that was like my personal challenge to myself it's like i'm going to be the hardest worker i know in terms of consistency not intensity yeah but um one of the things that i was going to uh, i was going to say is that one of the reasons why people do like the extreme approach is because you know they hit rock bottom and they need to fix it they want it done quick it's like oh crap they have this massive realization this massive surge of uh, motivation they know that they haven't been motivated for very long sort of like while the getting's good while the motivation's high what can i do to to make the most of it and i would say the best thing to do would be to start like scrambling to implement good habits and to change our environment to make um to make implementing those good habits easier mm. and and to and to cultivate some sort of like positive reinforcement for those mm. uh, habits so like while motivation's high it's like sign up gym membership straight away you know, it's like, all right, uh, set my alarms so that I'm getting up at six, seven o'clock in the morning so I have time to go for a walk. So, and set my bedtime alarm to make sure that I'm getting enough sleep so that I have energy for the next day. 
because like there's nothing that will steal your motivation more than than being tired. And then, um, and then another, another thing, then do the plan. You know, that's that's a good time to do the plan. And that's where you need to like be smart and have a look. It's like right, okay, don't design an extreme plan. It's like like yeah. the, the extremeness and the intensity, as you just said, like brilliant point. It's like needs to come as like in the preparation stage because realistically, the implementation stage shouldn't really be too extreme. You know, it's like or at least long term. Like fair enough, you want to fucking hit the ground running after a week, but it's like you know we you should understand that that's that's going to burn out fairly quick and then there's going to come this period where it's like right now we're now we're in the deserts now we're in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights or whatever it is for 40 years um i don't think i would say as well is like the mantra that i used to use all the time for for showing up consistently when i didn't want to was like just show up just show up just show up if i feel like shit if i feel like i'm not going to perform really well if i show up i don't the bare minimum that's it. That was good enough. Just showing up is good enough, especially on the days where you don't, where you're, where you're feeling down. Now, if, if you're like a professional athlete or you're, you know, training for something big and all that jazz, you know, the goal should be to minimize days where you're like, just show up. Mm. You know I mean, but a lot of times, you know, people have lives where they can't focus all their, all their time and effort and energy on health and fitness. So, um, the just show up thing can help a lot. And if you've coaches like us, whatever you show up to one of our sessions, we what we will do is we will. So pull the best out of you at that day and time. Like one of the things I'm very, very good at um, as a coach is reading how people are feeling on the day. Do you know, I'm pushing just like the right amount. Sometimes I get it wrong, obviously. But like if someone comes into me and they're, they look absolutely shattered, they're super stressed and all that jazz, I'm like, all right, let's go one more. You know, whatever. And then they, they give up. I'm like, oh, good job, whatever. Like you give them, you let them save face for like, let's say giving up. Because like usually most people, yeah, yeah. usually most people want to give their best effort. They usually That's, want to. Yeah, they know. And, and, and they will. Like it's like, but they won't give their their PB best efforts, like not in relation to everything they've ever done. It's like, but most people I found, as long as you make sure that they're safe, it's like, and then you encourage them, you know, it's like, cause obviously they've got this, like the, the, the voice inside their heads to kind of tell them, Oh, conserve your energy, this kind of stuff. If you can yeah. just kind of, if you can just, if you can kind of just kind of chat a little bit louder now, oh, no, keep pushing, you're doing well, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing until they're like, no, 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 I've had enough. And you're just like, yeah, fantastic. That's good enough. One of my favorite quotes, um, and this is this is was my mentality um, when I started, and believe it or not, it's kind of counterintuitive. Like when I got into the G- David Goggins thing, like the intensity thing that I took away from David Goggins was a couple of things. One, it was like, you know, pain is just a frame of mind. It's like you can deal with the pain as long as you're not getting injured. Is like, and you have to know where that is, and your coach, hopefully here at Fighting Fit, will tell you where that is. Like we're not going to let you hurt yourself. But you also kind of have to learn that line yourself. Then again, the intensity comes like. The real place to work really, really, really is exactly as you said, is with moderation and consistency. It's like build a wide, solid base first, like really wide, a good low bar, but super consistent. And then it's like, and then after that, it's like rest at any point. Jenny, um, I went to Jenny's yoga class, the first yoga class that they ever did, um, or maybe I did the hot yoga first, but Jenny's yoga class, and it was the first kind of like chilled out kind of atmosphere yoga class they ever did. And uh, yeah, hot yoga, hot yoga is intense. Hot yoga is unbelievable. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love hot yoga. I haven't done it since pre-COVID. Um, we should do it. We should do it soon. We should. As soon as my head's better. We'll do it. <laughs> and, and the rest of the stuff that I haven't been doing. Um, but one of the things uh, that Jenny said, and it's it's a mantra for life and really is so true in in life, is child's pose available to you at any time. <laughs> oh man yes yes and so it's like, if you're in your yoga practice or you're in a yoga class and you're really just getting beat up you're just fucking feeling shit 
just take child's pose. If you're in a fighting fit workout, and it's all just getting a bit much, just take child's pose. If you're in the office, at home, wherever you are, and it's just getting a bit much, just take child's pose. Just It's available at any time. And that kind of mentality of just like, listen, just close your eyes, and all the problems are waiting for you, and you can back out. But it's like, if it's all getting a bit much, it's like, just take a break. But don't stop. Like The difference so, between taking a break and taking a, a, like a, like taking five and going, fuck it, I've had enough, is that's why people aren't successful long term. And the reason that they're not successful long term they don't learn they don't learn to rest, they quit instead yeah. of resting. And well one of the things as well that I think is is really, really cool about some of the cues that they give in yoga and stuff like that, like you know, child's pose is available at any time so you if you need to take a break. It puts the onus on them to check in with themselves and see how they feel. And if they are pushing too hard and they do need to rest, they're like, Oh, this is the line for me, I'll take a break and then they'll be they'll be in child's pose waiting, trying to recognise when am I ready to go again and it put it like in, instead of them just like completely outsourcing that responsibility to someone else telling them what to do, which I think is really, really cool. I, I've seen people fitter me fail tests that I didn't fail because I know when to take a break. <laughs> what? Say that again? Like, because I know how to pace myself. I, I, like, I will be more effective and efficient with less energy than somebody who, again, has, let's say, a bigger engine, more, rev, more revs per second, but they burnt the mm-hmm. engine out. Too, not only too quick, but let's say we burnt out at the same time, but they tried to go back too soon. And then yeah, yeah. the attempt was no good. And so it's like, oh, well, I, I waited the next 20 seconds. I know I know when I'm ready. I know when I'm not ready. And so it's like, just learning to be efficient with your energy can save you and make you more effective. And but the, what, I, what I think is really important as well is like that's true with workouts. It's true with just the focus. It's true with just overall, like let's say life energy in general. Like you're... you're like your will, your ability to ex- exert what you want to happen, you know, like that will deplete over time. Like if you had a really stressful day at work and then you finish at, let's say, four o'clock or whatever and you're trying to go to the gym, but Joe, you, know, you had an argument with your boss, something was late on time or whatever it was and you've been working all day and then there was a customer that was being really aggravating. So your, your will is probably down, down to here. And that's where I think... Um, know just showing up is kind of like your child's pose jamie just showing up and be like Look, i'm going to show up i'll do the bare minimum i can do that exactly. anytime it's that's the mentality and... is like that perfection is not the standard it's like i don't know mm-hmm. where people got that idea that like absolute best effort is required every session anytime you do anything ever it's like fuck me i don't want to start anything <clears throat> i don't want to yeah. do anything under, under under those guidelines and like one of my favorite quotes as well that i heard before is like you know it's like hobbies like for me any hobby that i have i have to do perfectly it's like you know you can just have a hobby and be shit at it it's like that's fine as long as you enjoy doing it it's like i was like that blew my mind i was like i didn't realize like yeah just do it just because you like it it's like i generally used to love drawing and stop drawing because i wasn't producing anything good and so instead of wait wait is this back when we were drawing like video game cases or is this more recently yeah no no well this is yeah we were very very young um you know, maybe twelve. We were drawing Sonic and Shadow, and yeah, yeah. Like I used, to, I used to love drawing, but it got to a certain point where I really, I, I, I judged myself and said, you know what, these aren't any good, and so then I stopped. I stopped drawing, you know, because it, because it wasn't good. I said, oh well, why would I keep uh, doing something I'm not good at? It's like that's completely fine. Sorry, uh, did I cut out there? You did. I ah, did a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, dad, dad was calling. Ah, dad. Hello, dad. Um. Yeah, so exactly, yeah, do do stuff. And if, if it is fitness, obviously this is something, it, you know, if it is a hobby that you do want to eventually get good at, you know, um, 
So what are we talking about? We're talking about fitness, fit, fitness, you know, nutrition. It's like, can we go back and can we have a nutrition conversation, please? Because obviously, I feel like the, the fitness nutrition, the fitness conversation is one thing. Um, again, for most of our clients, we sort that out. I feel like an awful lot of people is like, how, 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 like sh- showing up? Are you showing up to the bloody sessions? Are you showing up four or five times a week? That's kind of what we're after covering over the last while. Are you yeah. in a place where you're ready to make sacrifices? Are you ready to just show up to bloody class? If you're not feeling it, can we can we show up anyway? If you miss a day, can we go back on the next one? If you're there at the session, you're not feeling it, can you give yourself a mental break enough to just get through the work and feel a, self, a sense of accomplishment and know that that was good enough? Boom, right? That's one side of the conversation. The next one is like, are you, like, judge your day. It's like, are you active? Are you inactive? If you're inactive, you're going to get to eat less food. Simple as, all right? That's why we, we, we measure the steps. Like, you can have more food if you move more. If you have a desk job, it's going to be tough. You're probably going to have to go out for work in the evening, commit to a cardio session with a skipping rope, a bike, whatever your, your form of cardio is, or you're going to have to take a hit with your calories. So uh, there's a few different schools of thought on cardio and how much you should be getting in. I think one is 150 minutes of elevated heart rate activity per week. Um, I think a good way to just eliminate that is to go for a big walk every single day. But exactly. So as again, the ten thousand minimum steps I would imagine would be more than that. Yeah. So again, like ten and in my opinion, just on my experience, like that is just to feed people what I would deem an appropriate amount. It's like if you're getting five thousand calories or five thousand steps a day and then you want to be eating, you know, a reasonable amount of food, it's like yeah. I'm sorry to tell you, you're you're three stone overweight, you're not really moving. We can't really feed you that much if you want to lose the weight. It's like, I think one of the one of the uh, things that I think people should like people it would help them if they were made aware of it is if they realize how easy walking is. Like walking is not hard. When I was trying to when I was trying to cut to make a uh, seventy five kilos, one of the things I used to do is I'd go to the gym, all right. I'd put the treadmill on a slight incline, and then put the speed up to walk into where it was just before I'd get like it was too fast for me to walk or too fast for me to be comfortably walking. So it was like as hard as I could go, but still stay relaxed. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I would stick on Rick and Morty, or I would stick on House of Dragons. Or some YouTube channel or whatever. I said, I'll just watch it and walk for 20 minutes. Like, easy. Like, is that hard? Like, that was not like on a scale of 1 to 10, do I want to do that or do do I want to do some heavy ass deadlifts? It's like, so the question is, right? The question is, do I have the time? Because I'm after, because Chris, I'm after getting up at half five in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. I'm after going home, making the kids' lunches, getting into school, coming Mm -hmm. back, um, going to work. Working for eight hours, taking uh, you know uh, a lunch break where I went on a walk. I'm at mm-hmm. five thousand steps so far. I have to go. I have to go home. I have to pick up the, the kids from school. I, you know they've got X, Y, and Z hobbies. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's like where it's like where do I find the time? And it's like so yeah, fair enough. Like if we really you know call a spade a spade and push, push, push. It's like there's probably an hour there somewhere from for eighty percent of people. There's probably an hour mm-hmm. there somewhere that you could allocate to it. But it's like, are you bothered giving that hour? That's like like it's. I don't think the question is. I'm not fit for walking. It's All right. Well, let's say let's say right. They don't have an hour. They don't have the hour, but they have yeah. 15 minutes. Okay. The 15 minutes. Stick on your headphones. Go out for a walk. 15 minutes. It's better than nothing, right? I, I, I live out in the country in the dark. Get a flashlight. Dodgy roads. It's very dodgy roads around me. Get a flashlight. I can't be very very easy. Myself. Can't be walking huh? myself. I can't walk by myself. Yeah, I'm too yeah. scared. But all I'm saying is like they're like people just have reason for it. And again, we would offer it's like right, fine, get a skipping rope in your kitchen beside your house, you know, fucking porch light on, and 
you know, uh, walk around, walk around your house. attached to you in case someone steals you. Um, but but again, walk, walking around, so again, very boring. Sam, uh, we did just release, and there's plenty of them. Um, Fighting Fit, a uh, YouTube channel, you know, 5,000 step workout uh, video. It's like there's lots of different ways to get your steps. But the question is, sorry, my philosophy is like, are you allocating the time? It's like if you're not, mm-hmm. if there's not, you know, 30 minutes a day allocated to movement, again, it's going to be very, very hard for you to lose the weight or even just get the base cardiovascular benefits that you should have to feel fit and have a base level of vitality you're not doing most tasks in your life fatigue it's like that's kind of why we're doing it and if you're carrying around extra weight that's why we're trying to get the weight off as well to give you that vitality and energy and so you're not feeling cumbersome every time you do anything your joints aren't under severe pressure and you're not getting injured yeah it's all honestly like when you're like if you are 30 kilos overweight so like let's say right i i said if you're 20 kilos if you're 20 kilos overweight even 10 10 kilos overweight it's still one and a half five kilo overweight like it can if you're if you're like for me if i got an extra five kilo heavier it's like i'd feel it in in a session but 10 10 kg up we're starting to get to the point now it's like a lot i i I went from from 80 from 75 kilos up to 82 kilos and i lost my ability to do muscle-ups and my pull-ups my pull-ups dropped from doing like 15 pull-ups to like four Like the the everything was just way way like everyone push ups were harder burpees were harder you know squat jumps everyone was way way harder when I had the extra weight on and then I'm t- like it was just like I thought I got way I thought I got like a like I was losing fitness even though I was training more than ever but it was just like mm-hmm. I I put on so much weight yeah you're just heavier it's like everyone with a weighted vest exactly so exactly that, well that that's what I was going to lose to. like imagine just if you if you want just to see what it's like go buy a weighted vest on Amazon fucking put it on you and then spend one day with an extra 10 kilos and it's like it's harder <laughs> everything's harder you start making decisions to like you start making more decisions about how can i conserve energy i'll ask i'm not gonna take stairs fuck that yeah no no, no that's a bit hard do i really need to pee not really i'll hold it for an hour 15 minutes at least 15 minutes yeah so now the conversation obviously we need to get to uh, in terms of nutrition i'm not sure if this is something that i talk about here on the podcast but it's definitely something i talk about with my clients all the time is the plan the plan the plan the plan right obviously we have to hit our target so everybody gets it gets a, a calorie and a, a protein target you know do whatever you want high carb low carb high fat, low fat how, how do i find out what how many calories i should be eating how how go go to a fucking bmr calculator and what's that what is that your basal metabolic rate. What's your basal metabolic rate? If you wake up tomorrow morning and you have sleep paralysis for 24 hours, it's how many calories you're going to burn in that state, right? So if you wake okay. up, open your, open your eyes and don't move one muscle, how, how many calories does it take just to keep maintain, your body taking over? Maintain, yeah, exactly. Maintain basic function, right? So for the average person of you know fucking 70 kilo let's say it could be 1500 calories could be 1700 calories something okay, well, like that. average your average person just so everyone everyone knows your average person is a 75 to 80 kg male young male that's the average is person it? well like average, it, in, in terms of no no but it's like that's just the the if you're saying your average person in in general like any of the studies right that come up like that's the way is that i don't know i think that's what you just said is sexist like you and your big mustache now you're getting very sexist um, um, so let's say yeah, oh, kilos, average, average I'm gonna do it right now. Seventy-five kg, 
Uh, and they're they're 170 centimeters as well. That's me. I'm average. That's you, Brian. Average Joe's gymnasium. So, so your average person at 25, if you want, actually, I think it'll be good to do out a few examples here, okay? We'll do male and female. So 25-year-old, 170 centimeters, 75 kilos, will burn 1,693 calories. I said between 1,500 and I'm pretty impressed with myself. Yeah, so um, so just 1,700 calories. That's what your BMR would be. If it, Now, based on that, you add a multiplier to it. So you multiply it by a certain amount. Wait a minute. So this is where I was talking about. If you're an inactive Aaron, right, and <clears throat> you're burning 1,700 calories a day, to lose yes. one pound a week, this is someone my size, and I've never stuck to this one day in my life, I would have to not move a muscle, let's say, and eat 1,200 calories a day in order to lose one pound of fat a week. Fuck that, right? So what I could do is hit 10,000 steps, and that's... But th- just just to be clear, okay, real just real quick. That's it. Twelve hundred calories. Everyone will say that that's like sweet f all. Everyone will say that that's sweet f all. And going from like eating let's say three thousand calories to twelve hundred calories is a big drop. But it's still if you're let's say doing intermittent fasting where you skip your breakfast, that's still two six hundred calorie meals a day. Like the six hundred calorie meal is like pretty. It's a good meal. It is a good meal. But here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I know from my own personal experience is and it's my own personal experience of getting on average 20 to 25,000 steps a day is that when i go for me below 1600 calories my body just goes hunger hormones yeah. through the roof now you're hungry come on more food more food what are you doing come on get up out of that now get up out of that you know your maintenance is 2400 calories now come on quit your messing and so that's that's the battle you're in, you're up against, and this is why we can't drop the calories too low. So we do need to be conservative with how many calories. But again, I agree with you. It's like also if I was inactive, fifteen hundred calories uh, based on the metabolic rate, barely moving every day, I wouldn't be as hungry. Mm-hmm. Because again, I'm but I think I I think it's all it's very important to understand like the perspective of the person who is about to do it. So like again, twelve hundred calories to a fifty-two kg woman. Joe, who's trying to lose a little bit of body fat, like it's not as big a deal to an eighty-five kg man who is very, very active, whatever it is. Like it's, it's a completely different scenario in terms of feeling of hunger and all that jazz. Like because a lot of people will berate people or berate coaches for putting someone on a twelve hundred calorie uh, meal plan, but it's like I don't, I don't necessarily think there's anything wrong with it. And... No, yeah, I know what you mean. I guess there is a stigma to it. Anytime some, I, I work at someone's BMR and their activity, I'm like, listen. You're five foot three. You're on 1,200 calories. I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah, exactly. Like you're five foot. You're 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 really, really light, and we're not active. So yeah, if you want to lose the weight within this time, uh, this is what we would have to do. Now, here are the options. Okay, if you don't want to be on 1,200 calories, we might have to rein in our expectations for how quickly we're going to lose the weight, or we need to up our activity in some sort of way. Uh, and then all like it it the cool, a lot cool, a lot cool. of a lot of times, it's a um, you need to you need to sort of be, let's say, client focused in this sort of regard. So, like, ask them what they want to do. So, give them lay out the options. And like, all right, do you want to do the strategy? Do you want to like? Do you feel like you could commit to twelve hundred? And then you experiment with that for a week, and like, oh, Jesus, twelve hundred. I'm fucking. I'm feeling it. So it's too. I'm too hungry at all times. Like, all right, what do you think? Do you think we could? Do you want to up the calories by about two hundred or three hundred? But Joe, you know, we need to inject some steps in here every single day. How does that sound? 
And then they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know about the steps. I can't I can't really do that. It's like, all right, well, if we can't do the steps, we won't increase the calories as much. But we got to rein in your expectation for how quickly we're going to lose it. Because, you know, they, we need, if we're going to lose one pound of body fat per week, we need a deficit of at least 500 calories a day around that. And um, I think it's also important to state that all these calories and all this sort of stuff, this is all guesstimation. This is not accurate. This is not accurate at all. This is like a tool that you can use to start seeing how everything's working. Like there's just because the formula says, you know, a 25 kg male at 170 centimeters at 75 kilos. Like there's way too many variables in that. It's like, how, what's it? Here's a nice simple one. I'm 75 kg. (laughs) Let's say for talk's sake, I have 30 pounds or 40 or 30 kilo of muscle on me. What mm-hmm. happens if that same person, same height, is 75 kilo, and they only have 20 kilo of muscle and an extra 10 kilo of fat? It's like that's less calories they're going to burn. You know, mm-hmm. like they don't have as much metabolic tissue, and vice versa. If there's somebody who's way leaner than me with 40 kilo of muscle and at the same weight, it's like they're going to burn more calories. And so obviously that's super, um, that's super relevant as well. For men, it's very, very easy. Eat X amount calories track it weigh in the next day it's literally that simple do that for a week you'll you'll find your your calories ladies it's a little bit tougher because obviously you've got your cycle fluctuating there but the general the, the rule would be fairly similar um but you wouldn't have so, a true reflection for a four-week stretch well one of the things that i would uh, say is best for fat loss in terms of like how often should you be weighing in i uh, really really like weighing every day i really really like weighing every day the reason i like it <clears throat> is because it gives it lets you it gives you awareness of how much your body does change day to day. Now, if you are one of these people who are like maybe a little bit anxious or you're you're perfectionist and you see your weight go up one day and down another day, it will either be really good or really bad for you. Um, I think it'll be really good for you because it will give you perspective. And then when you weigh in every day, you take your average on a Friday and you compare your weekly average, and that's the result we go off. So the other ones, you're just gathering data, you're just gathering data, you're just gathering data. Okay, Friday, this is the big day. We get our um, we get our weekly average and we see if that's less than the week before. And lo and behold, it is even though you went through all these little roller coasters every single day in terms of weight going up and down and up and down. What if, what if what I told you this? What if I told you this? Take your focus off the results, right? Stop in, stop in, stop in result-orientated and start focusing on the process. It's like, what, what, what if we... we didn't like obviously you could weigh in every day. Let's say you weighed in every day or didn't weigh in every day. Let's say you tracked your calories, had a very balanced and healthy mindset towards it, which is basically the only thing I'm concerned about right now is my ability to stick to the program in a stress-free, anxiety, low anxiety um, state. So what I want to do is I want to make fair decisions to myself. So I'm going to wake up in the morning. I wouldn't know. First thing I'm going to do is design a meal plan that when I look at it, I go, that's doable. And also do on my fitness pal or get the, the food skills out, whatever way you do it, that it also hits your target. So it's on target and you, you look at it, go, this is full of foods that I like. I enjoyed this. Um, I'm going to run it by my coach. The coach gives you the green light. All you're focused is how well can I stick to this given my current lifestyle, right? So I don't have a coach. You don't have a coach. Um, you're uh, listening to this podcast. You have access to the Healthy uh, Lifestyle Club on Facebook. Go to Fighting Fed Healthy Lifestyle Club. Post your meal plan up there, and we'll give you the green lights or we'll give you a little bit of advice for free. All right, because that's the kind of people that we are. All right, but if you're listening to this, you're probably a member as well. And so again, you 100% have a coach. Now, with 100%. That, 
With but what, what I was going to say, what I was going to say is you can literally Google, um, show sixteen hundred calorie meal plans. Um, very easily, exactly. But the, the key, the key point example across here is, can you stick to the diet, and can you do it in a way that you're not stressing out about it? It's because if you're stressing out about it, it's like that's probably not sustainable. Imagine you had a relationship with somebody, and every day you were just stressing out about every little single thing that they did. It's like, well, how long do you think that relationship's going to last? Not very well. And so that's kind of the, the approach that I would take towards your food. Is like, you shouldn't be obsessed with it, but again, you should have a healthy relationship with them. So again, it's like, are you eating foods you like? Yes. Are you moving towards a goal that you want? Are you anxious constantly about it? It's like, yes. It's a why? What story are you telling yourself? Like, what are you, what, what kind of thought gymnastics are you doing that's kind of bringing you to this place? And actually then, let's let's talk about that for a wee second well like what 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 kind of mental gymnastics do you hear or do you see people um let's say performing while when they're talking about their food and they're getting stressed or getting anxious about it well the, the, one of the first things i would say is like willful blindness do you know how many people are just like i've eaten calories that they're just not willing to register as part of things it's like it's like oh, oh i didn't eat that biscuits it's like you did. Oh. You ate the biscuits, and now they're now, now they're relevant, and you want to pretend like you didn't, and so now you're feeling stressed out because you know you're not on target, and you'd still like to step up onto the scales and hope that they go in the right direction, but they didn't because you didn't stick to the plan. And so, if that's the kind of person that you are, it's like include biscuits as part of the meal plan. So like if you're not willing to give up the biscuits, fine, but you need to incorporate them into the plan instead of pretending you're the kind of person who doesn't eat biscuits i don't eat biscuits i don't eat junk food i never have takeouts it's like listen you're two stone overweight there's something going on all right <laughs> so it's like let's stop pretending that we're not engaging in excessive behavior um, but what i what i think is is really important as well is to like find out how much is too much how exactly. much is not enough what's your breaking point yeah yeah i well, like i won't like, but what I find with that, you, as someone who grew up with like a, an all or nothing mentality with boxing and all that sort of stuff, like one of the things that I would find personally is that if I got a packet of biscuits, even till this day, I would eat every single one, every single one of them. Yeah. So like moderation is a bit like multi packets. One, one of my as a child trying to trying to get a, get a chocolate bar, there'd be none left. We went to shop and play. Where the fuck are you? All? Yeah. Oh man, that was bad. And I'd sneak someone to the bathroom as well. That was so sad. Love it. Um, but one of the oh, things that hilarious. actually not that hilarious, quite sad. Chris, Chris, oh God, love me. The bit of trauma to do it. Dealt with chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of one of the things that that really like that is really frustrating when I'm trying to like let's say meal prep or I'm trying to get stuff that I like uh, is everything is now in like a multi pack that is like tricked into you. Do you buy like like you can't buy like just a one serving of like of biscuits. Yeah, you can't buy like a thing. It's like if you want if you go if you're going shopping and you, can, you want some it's ice cream, more expensive. Even sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's cheaper than the individual. But because of that, you see the opportunity cost. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Like, and then you make you rationalize. No, I got to get the bigger packet because if I don't, Joe, well, then I'm like getting screwed over here in some sort of deal. Do you know what I mean? Then, like, your ego will sort of pop up and be like, nah, I'm fucking, I'm not being tricked like that. But you're getting tricked either way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So, yeah, it's like, obviously, it's going to be hard to, 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 to practice your discipline. So, again, this is kind of what we're focusing on. It's like, what is going on with you 
that you're not getting the results. And it's like, it's like, it's these small decisions. It's all these small decisions. It's like, if you have a hundred decisions to make in a day and you get 70, 70 of them right, you're probably doing well. Now I think probably that's, that's probably a stretch. How many decisions you really have to make in a day in relation to your nutrition? Maybe 20, right? So you've got 20 decisions to make in a day in regards to your weight loss in terms of like, most of your behavior is probably automated. You know, it's like, you have to get up, you have to go to the kids, you have to exercise. It's like, what's for breakfast? And that decision might start the night before. It's like, is it planned or not? No, oh shit, right? That's something we'll get right tomorrow. Cool, well, you have to plan your breakfast today for tomorrow. Cool, we'll move on to your next one. Next one is, you know, your mid-morning snack. Maybe you're giving the kids making the kids lunch and you just keep eating the fucking extra crust that you cut off. It's like, right, well, that's got to go. You know, it's like, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll, listen, this, this, listen, this is what you're dealing with. Cut, cut. All right, wait there. Are there people not losing weight because they're, they're eating the, cr- the crust off their kid's sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> they're definitely, they're is definitely, that it? Is that it? Like, is that? Part of it. Listen, part of it. People just go, oh, I can't let it go to waste. These, these calories are okay. There's a bit of jam on there. You know what I mean? Um, and so again, it's like, but, but again, it's like, it's these little decisions. People just don't want to, it's like, that's, you know, 30 calories, 30 calories, five days out of the week. It's like, it's 200 calories. It's, it's not, not relevant. Right. Um, and again, it's more about the person you are. It's like, you're not mindful when you're making that choice. You're not disciplined when you're making that choice. And it's not in your plan to make that decision. And so again, it's like, it's, and so it obviously it might not be the crusts, you know, it could be the fucking let two last chicken nuggets on the child's dinner or whatever it is. Yeah, I have, I have heard that multiple times. The clear Same. Yeah, and so then the next part is, and why wouldn't you? Croquettes are amazing. All right, um, and it's easy, guilt-free. It's easy. Like there's it's no, simple. no one's gonna know. One hundred percent, exactly. And so the, the next one is like, right, your lunch. It's like, is your lunch prepared? Did you stick to the lunch? Did you enjoy it? How was the flavor? It's like you know, say, oh, I didn't really enjoy it, so I ended up going for something else. You know, I ate half of it. Didn't really like it. Make a nicer lunch the next time. Six. Well, all these little decisions that you're going, we're going to walk you through your day and go, right, how many of the things would you say that you did right? And again, set the bar low. It's like try and get at least one of them better the next day. And so again, then and then you'll get confidence and then hopefully start changing your identity away from I'm the kind of person who can't get anything right. To, I'm the kind of person who can get three things right out of the day. And really you have to take that. That's where you're at. I would say with it, with it, I would say even the, the mindset should, it should, it shouldn't even be that. It's like, I'm the kind of person who is orientated to doing better in general, just in general, rather I, than being I, like, I, I want to get I, this. Like, like if you make a mistake, I'll do, I'll do better next time. It's just like, I'll do my, I'll do better. I'll do my best to do better. That's it. I'll, I'll, if I make a mistake, I'll try and do better. That's it. And be, don't be so, don't be hard. I don't, I think, you know, like a, being really, really hard on yourself or being like a, being like, if I, if I don't do better the next day or whatever it is, you know, because of whatever reason, I think that will lead into almost like a self-destructive sort of. Like it can be, can be very, it can be very uh, 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 fucking false economy. Path. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like oh, it's like oh, I'm gonna be really hard on myself, so I do well. I'm gonna be so hard on myself that I push myself off the work. It's like, well, that worked out well, didn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna work out every day. For the next, I'm going to work out three times a day for the next week. And by the first week, you've had a month's fill of exercise. Now you don't want to exercise anymore. It's like, oh, I'm, it. I'm going to cut out all treats. No more nice stuff. My Nothing that I enjoy is going to go past my mouth and you last six, six hours. It's like, well, how did that work for you? And so, again, this is where the balanced, consistent approach is obviously an awful lot better. And me and Chris, as you can see here, are constantly like, throwing out stuff that's you know semi-hilarious and um, extreme. But then we temper it. And so it's like you have to get very good at tempering your own kind of choices and decisions and rationale. It's like, 
oh, you know, it's like, oh, I'm just not good enough this morning. It's like, and I do it all the time. It's like this morning, for example, there was somebody and they're doing something. And every time that they jumped up on the bar and they came down, like, oh, they were shaking their head. It's like, they're telling themselves whether they're aware of it or not. It's like, that's not good enough. It's like, it's not good enough. It's like, instead of going, boom, all right, we lasted two seconds, whatever. It's like, it's just, again, it's like just this negative mentality. It's like, it'll push you off that's, the work. That's something, something as well that I see, I see a lot. People, like, hold themselves to standards that they don't even have. Like, yeah, I, I don't true. know where... Who, where did you like, get that standard from? You know, like, why is that not good enough all of a sudden? Yeah, like, what? Who, who, I don't, but, like, after having a conversation with me, you don't even, like, even, I have no frame of reference for how they could even judge that as bad. Like, how did they know it's bad? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. How did they know it was bad? Like, they don't even know what, a, like, a perfect pull-up looks like. They don't know what a perfect jumping pull-up looks like. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, it's not good enough. Yeah, it's not a pull-up. Doesn't it? Doesn't look. Doesn't look like what I see. Which, but again, which is again completely normal, very common. And but that that's that's the common mentality. And so the the, the real mentality is like, let me judge. If you see me shaking my head and shit, it's like a, like like what is it? What is it? The kids do with their parents. Here's here's a good cue. If you're a fighting fit member or you have a coach, every time you do something, look at your coach, and engage what their reaction is as the truth. If the coach is looking at you going. It's like stop what you're doing immediately. If the coach is looking at you, very disappointed. It's like be disappointed. But if the coach is like, oh no, good job. It's like you did a good job. And so it's like, like we, we will be very honest. We will be very very honest with you. And like I'm, in the name of your own safety. Yeah, I do my best to just be like I will just react as honest as I can. Whether and I sometimes I laugh. <laughs> like sometimes. Sometimes I, I will walk up. Sometimes I walk up like that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. that's terrible. I literally say it was like that. That is awful. We need to bring this right back. You're pushing yeah, too hard. You're trying. You're trying to get a full push up where we don't have the shoulder stability for this. We need to bring it right back. Do it to your knees, but when all of a sudden do it right, I'm like perfect. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah, yeah. That's perfect. That's what I want to see you do it from now on. Once you get to twenty of them, then we can step back up. But see that other shite. Get rid of it. Yeah. And I'll try. Like I'll try and create this uh, this like juxtaposition of like terrible and really really good, so that it's emotionally like evocative from. Because when you have that like emotional sort of thing, and you're like it is terrible, so you, so they'll remember it way better. So many people are looking at hope in your face, like, ah, no, ah, that's not good. Ah, that's not good. Yeah, no, no, because no. sometimes they do check. They will check They will check in with, the, like, they'll do a rep and then look. And it's like, oh, it's like, was that low enough? It's like, nah, sorry, nah, sorry. But again, in general, it's like, that's that's how kids learn. Like, kids learn by, if, if they're going off the park and they fall, the first thing they do is look back. It's like, oh, my heart. It's like, no, you're fine. And just, like, if you ever know that kid, that thing you've seen uh, parents with young kids, they'll do it all the time. They're like, oh, yeah. And they start laughing. The kid's like, oh, it must be fine. And so it's like, it's like you're, you're programming them based off, you know, somebody who knows better. And most people are just pulling this advice out of their fucking arses. It's like, you don't have a reference point for this. So you might as well enter. With no, whoa, 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 whoa. They do have a reference point. They do have a reference point. And what what I what I was trying to allude to earlier is um, the reference point is you know like I I have to be hard on myself, otherwise I'm not going to be good enough. That's the reference point that they have. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like they like that is why they're so hard on themselves. And when they're doing like see when I'm coaching someone and like like they don't people don't understand how much to reveal just through like their own self talk. Like they don't, yeah. or maybe they maybe they do know, but like. Yeah. Like if I if I like just go like oh I hope like you know you talk yourself down there like four or five times in a row and they're like oh what it's like then they'll berate themselves even more for talking themselves down they're like oh I know I always do that I'm a piece of shit and then they're very rigid with that sort of thing so I think it's important to 
to let's say even just acknowledge. I I actually, I feel like that mentality is amazing. I feel that's actually that's that that beat yourself up and braid yourself into the ground. I feel like it's probably one of the most useful temperaments you can have if it's paired with. I am also the greatest human being who has ever lived in the world. I am the best athlete. It's like if you're going, it's like if you're going to talk shit and talk yourself into the ground, it better be in an effort to make yourself forward into this athletic fucking specimen of perfection and that's if you're orientating towards average with this shit talk of like nothing i ever do is good enough it's like well enjoy that journey but like for me it's like i'm incredibly critical of myself but i also in my head as like as deluded as the fans might be feel like i'm still going to be michael jordan level of successful in something someday and that might not be true it might not even be close but it's very useful you know, it's very useful to believe that you could be that good. And li- listen, it's worked so far. Like, I'm not trying to say that I'm fucking hyper-athletic, but I'm definitely way further along than I was. And the journey is definitely one of, you know, belief. And also, then again, like, going, ah, shit, that's not good enough. Or, geez, oh, you could have done that better. It's like, And then implement, implement, getting into action. Chris, we're pretty much running out of time here. We're, we're pretty much done. That's, Do you have that's what I was checking there. Uh, yeah, so first I want to apologize for not giving a structured plan for someone who wants to uh, kickstart the fitness journey. We did go go on a few few different rambles, um, but saying once you get started talking, we can't. Uh, we once you get listen, don't come to me looking for a plan. I'll give you a philosophy followed by a plan. But for me, the big thing is like I want to get people's philosophy, your own personal philosophy. That's what I'm all about. I'm not necessarily reps or sets kind of guy. I'm literally like go go to how it feels, play it by how it feels. And again, as I said, like the, the plan is probably the least important part. The most important part is like, do you feel like you're getting it right? And is your ability to follow it? Like, like what if I gave you any plan? Could you follow any plan? No, I couldn't follow any plan. So that's the thing to work on. And then when I give you the easiest, best, most effective plan, you're like, you'll absolutely sail the bar. But if you can't follow a hard plan, if you can't, can't follow an easy plan, it's like the plan is irrelevant. You are the thing. Be like water. Be formless. If a plan That's, comes to you, you become the plan. But what I think what I think is, is really fun, like the reason why I laughed there when you said like the plan is the least important part. It's like, that's true. I was laughing because that's true. But most people will think, no, I need the plan. I need the plan. Like when you're training, okay, all, all training really is, is it's basically a stim- I know we have to go. It's basically a stimulus so your body will adapt. That's all it is. That's all it really is when you're training. That, that's it. if you want to get stronger, you want to get bigger, whatever it is, you need to give your body a stimulus to, to adapt. You need to get, create an environment that it can do that. And there's ways to optimize it. But if we're looking to lose weight, all it basically is calories in, calories out. You need to burn more energy than uh, you're consuming. And the best way to start that, I think, is to have some sort of structure that you can lean on. I think you need to be active and you need to work out. So you need to build muscle and you need cardio to basically burn a few extra calories. So it would be more... So a better, what does Coach Greg say, buddy? A better butter, a better butter burner. You want to be a better burner, butter burner. And the way you do, see that is fast. If you want to do that, you need to get your your cardio, and you need to get your ten thousand steps in every day. That's the simplest way to do it. So ten thousand steps. Make sure you're eating. Make sure you know, like, if you're not going to hit your cat, if you're not going to be like hitting your protein, hitting your macros, just know how many calories you're eating. Be honest with yourself. Know how many calories you're eating, and make sure it's just less than you're burning. All right, and then Here's after that. Here's what I would say. If you're building muscle, there's going to be times where you're stuffed and you have to keep eating. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to lose fat, there's going to be times that you wish there was more on your plate and there just isn't. 
And that's not that. That's not that big a deal. It's, it's not, not hunger. Hunger is not an emergency. Sit, sit with it. Sit with it. Just sit with it. Ride the wave. You'll be fine. I promise you. Take child's pose. Don't worry about it. You'll be grand. Um, and then after that, don't make sure you're getting enough sleep. Uh, if your circadian rhythm is out of whack, this is one of the things like people who will struggle with this the most are people who circadian rhythms are all over the place. So you need to move a little bit more. You need to make sure you're sleeping enough so that you're not stressed and you're not eating because of stress. You're not over overly reactive. Um, you need to train consistently and you need to know how many calories you're eating. You check those four boxes. Like I would bet on your success. Same. How much did you bet? Put the house in it. Put the house in it. All right. All right. Chris, sign us out. Um, <laughs> that was the fine bit show. Uh, thank you for listening. Really, really appreciate it. Make sure you uh, like it. You comment under it. And if you want, share it to your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, wherever it is. It really does help us. And uh, hopefully we will see you in the next one. Peace.